Welcome back to a very special episode of Neon Popsicle. I believe this is episode 8. Very, very special. Episode 8, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not already, be sure to follow us on the Spotify, just so you aren't left behind when we come out with new episodes. We got this Friday weekend melt. Uh, it's not Friday. Oh, shit. Um, right, it's Sunday. Basically what goes on in the meet, the weekly meltdown. Also, be sure to follow the Instagram, at neon underscore popsicle, even though we aren't really too active on there. We hope to become more active shortly in the future. And also be sure to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash neon underscore popsicle. We stream a lot of nights. Right now we're playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Yep, gonna get through that one. Join us on the journey. I think we're finishing the Frozen world today. Yeah. Alright, so uh, as far as news this week goes, there's no Hot Ones episode this week. Yeah, it breaks my heart. I saw a video that Sean from Hot Ones made. He was talking about how there's no new episode this week because, you know, coronavirus and it just doesn't make sense to Did have Kobe... a show where people are interviewing right across the way from you, talking to each other, spitting spicy wings. COVID caused... So they, they're pretty up to date when they film, like week by week by week. They're Probably. Not, they're not lumping episodes. Uh-huh. Interesting. He said he did have a couple episodes recorded to that they're going to be releasing still, but... Makes sense, man. Yeah, and then he went on to explain he's not feeling too well. Other night, I was on the way to go to the bathroom, and then I felt like a, a like a burning sting in my spine, and I just he basically fainted. Oh no! He's like fainted a couple times. Oh no, Sean! So he's like basically just they just say I have to stay hydrated. I'm like, bro, maybe he's eating too many hot wings. Hot wings makes your <laughs> spicy, your spine goes spicy. He's so familiar with spice wow. that he was able to describe the feeling as a spicy spine. A spicy spine. <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever looked, this is off kind of tangent, but have you ever for some reason just like looked to the left and you feel this like pop and it's like a, like a burnt, like Not it in gets a long warm. time. And, mm. yes. But I used to. It's weird, dude. What is, it's like warm and then it, it's kind of creepy. Like, what the hell did I just burst? That's curious. Because it doesn't happen to me anymore. Why not? I, good thing. Why dude. did it used to? Good, I have no idea what that is. I gotta I'm, look that up. What's burning brain? Burning brain, dude. It's like, <laughs> and then it goes away, brain? but like, the body's really weird. Is it like my neck more limber now than it used to be? I don't know. This week, a uh, new Smash Bros. character was announced. Someone from the game ARMS. It was one of the launch title. What kind of games is ARMS? What kind of game is It's like is a fighting game. Uh, when I tried playing it, it was kind of tough to control. You have to like punch with the Joy Cons. I don't know if you have to. You can probably press buttons too, but that's how they had us playing it. Now, one of those games, Stretchy Arm Fool, a uh, new Xenoblade game, Shulk from Smash Bros. I know I used to play him a lot. Yeah, dude, Shulk main almost, dude. You're pretty good. Pretty good with Shulk. Pretty good with that with Shulk. I feel like I'm pretty good with Shulk, but the Shulk mains. Oof. I'm not a Shulk main when I see those guys. Maybe that's the problem, dude. <laughs> you know how they say you got to go deep on something. Maybe yeah. you really do have to just forget all other characters and smash with one before you can bleed into another. I think, hmm. You know, especially if you do. Maybe. I, I think you can play a smash competition and, you know, give it 12 months time. You'll I be, think so. You know, and if you can go deep on one person, I feel like that would be, I, I feel like you'd benefit hugely from that. I feel like I could do it. Um, the first Smash tournament I've ever gone to, I know I lost my first round. Second one, I beat a couple people, but then I lost. Um, one of the people they had me play against was, like, 
obviously he was gonna lose. Won't get too much deeper into that, but <laughs> Dang, <laughs> he was okay, like okay. a little slow. Respectfully. Yeah, and I was like, I guess why? Well, I guess I'm new. I'm new or whatever. All right, sure. I played against him. Kind of felt, you know, do I let him win? I didn't let him win. That's I crushed him. <laughs> they didn't want you to 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 exceed. So like, dude, put him against him. They, yeah, that's funny. It's a trap. Any new <laughs> face, they, yeah, because then anyone else they know will he, feel what's bad. What's he made of? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's funny. I went so easy on him. I let him get a couple kills on me. I was a nice guy about it. That's I didn't crush the right him. thing to do. <laughs> like I said earlier, a lot this week we're going to be streaming Kingdom Hearts 3. We've been doing that quite frequently this yeah. whole week. Pretty good. I was even thinking if there's a day we can stream all day long... Yeah, I want to try to do that one day. If we're we can, in quarantine for that much longer, just stream all freaking day. See what happens. Yeah, we can either do like one game stream all day, or we can stream just us all day playing different games. All day stream of one game would get more viewers and more people staying. Overall. And I feel like more people would come if we do it for something. We do something like charitable. I hear that. For a bigger cause. A 24-hour stream. They're tough. <laughs> yeah, dude, do, do a 24 hour, dang, 24 hours. Dang. I was just thinking just for like, you know, all day, eight hours, 10 Mr. hours. Mr. Beast it. Um, I know our watch along's coming. It's only, I only know it's coming because I keep bringing it up and yeah. it's just staying in my mind. So stay tuned for that. I think Napoleon Dynamite's going to be one that we watch. And um, mm-hmm. do we have any other ones in mind? We have, I want to do that. Let's run it through. I'd say Napoleon Dynamite would be good to start with. Classics for me, uh, Dumb and Dumber Dumb would be Dumber phenomenal. Would be Super Troopers would be hands nice. down amazing. Austin Powers would be great. Oh yeah, movies we've all Groovy. seen that we wouldn't mind talking through and having conversation with. You know. Mm-hmm. This week I almost ran out of toilet paper. No. You know how that's been, dude. I everywhere still sold out. Sold out of toilet paper. Everyone's still buying toilet paper. It's ridiculous. I've seen empty <laughs> aisles of toilet paper. I've seen it, and I was able to grab napkins. Luckily, they didn't have any paper towels. Paper towels are still on the loose, but I was able oh. to grab napkins. Dang, paper towels are out too now, huh? Yep, no paper towels. Rough on the butt. If we do need toilet paper, I don't know. I don't know, but when I do, I'm sure I'll, uh, do I'll have, have something to, to talk soon? about. If we need toilet paper, I know the big stall in the IHOP bathroom, the toilet paper does not lock, so you can just reach on in there and take it out if you're discreet enough. <laughs> Six rolls left, seven rolls left. Oh, God. It's getting down, guys. Yeah. I go through a roll a day myself. So, just <laughs> This week, America became the epicenter of the COVID outbreak, apparently. I've heard that maybe that might not be true, because the reports of the COVID given to us by China might not be true. They might have had a bunch more cases than they say they I did. I see. I see what you mean. And their population is so huge. The amount of people that weren't tested for it in China. There might have been more cases in China than we were initially led to believe. All we can do really is hope for the best. I know things have been getting realer. Cracking down, you know? Tighter. Mm. Uh, The epicenter. I feel like there are more cases, though. Things are kind of blowing up. Places like New York and shit, where there's dense population. Dang. Florida. Going hardcore, man. There's some places that aren't enforcing it necessarily. And we're all pointing fingers, but bro, all <laughs> yeah. we can do is just do the best we can. Like it's really, it's pretty crazy. It's it's interesting to be part of, but um, I feel like it hasn't affected my spirits so much. Yeah, and I'm very grateful for that. It's kind of taught me to look around a little more, 
be grateful for the things I do have. A different vibe will be in the air when when quarantine's lifted, for sure. I don't know what, what that'll bring, but new age of something. It's the new America, man. The new America, post-COVID. Yeah, dude, we talked about that last on the last episode, the mind melt, so check it out if you haven't. Yeah, our, all our episodes stay up. I think one of the old episodes were cut out a little early. It was just a little early, like three minutes, but I re-uploaded it for you guys. I think it was episode six. Mm-hmm. It's not about you catching it, guys. All right? Yeah, yeah. For all the ones who aren't following protocol. Yeah, for anyone like who's okay with catching the COVID, yeah. you shouldn't be okay with spreading the COVID is the concern. Right. You got to. The only thing we can control is ourselves, dude. It. Be responsible about yeah. yourself. Wash your hands. Do your thing. Stay away. That's the thing too, man. I'm on these walks. I go on walks. I'm gonna go on a walk. I'm not gonna be trapped indoors. But people will walk by and they don't stay six feet away. It puts me in a weird spot. I mean, I saw <laughs> yeah. a video. This guy was walking with a cart and he had a, a tape measure out six feet, and he was just walking around and would turn from side to side sometimes to be sure people were six feet away. I'm thinking, I'm about to How take literal. those measures, man. I'm about to take those measures. It's just, I feel like six feet is not far enough. I thought <laughs> I thought about it, and I thought they must have got this number from a specialist in the science field that states once a virus leaves its state of point, it cannot transfer or it won't live six uh. feet from, even if someone coughs, sneezes, whatever. It's not like, it's, unless that sneeze projects... What if someone coughs and then you're you're still walking behind him? You got to be careful who you're walking yes, behind, absolutely. guys. Just be be observant, man. That's real shit. Because I was thinking the same thing. If someone's coughing or sneezing and you walk into that cloud of air, you got it. It's you got it. Instagram story. Shout out, Mister the Business on Instagram. Uh-huh. Do you guys dare me to catch Corona? <laughs> uh, for real, dude. <laughs> There's for sure some Corona in there in that pile. This pile of just like discarded clothes outside of one of the donation bins inside these parking lot outside of a gas station, and I'm positive, I'm almost a hundred percent positive one of the articles of clothing, if not all of them, at that point had Corona on it. Dude, <laughs> you know it because they're not following that type of protocol, bro. You know they're not. Home, the home, and no disrespect, but the homeless people around here aren't. And, Is it racist for me to assume that all the homeless people have COVID? Racist. Yeah, I mean, I think they used the to... homeless race. <laughs> it, it makes me mad, though, that they would do something like that. We have this box, like he said, by a grocery store where we donate our clothes and shoes to be given to the shelter. So if they go through the proper system and the proper shit and they actually put a little effort in, they can get this stuff. Um, however, they'll go into this box, dig out shit, literally dig out everything from it and pick and choose what they want as if it's like a free shopping spree. We were nice enough that you're gonna ruin it. We we do something nice enough for you, and not even it's not even for you. You like the street rats, okay? It's for the people who need it and who are going through the system, who like, and especially during these hard times, who need this stuff. They lost their jobs and all that, uh, bro. It's not fair, and I think it's disgusting. I think that fair. bothers me so much. They're gonna ruin it for everybody. Those those boxes are not for people like them. That's why those people are in that spot. I don't care if they're I, dude. I'm sorry. The druggies that hang out in the parking lot get first pick. Not cool, bro. Then they leave it like trash for the rest of them. It's not cool. Not cool at all. Rubio's 
Had some killer deals this week. Shout out Rubio's, dude. Sponsor this podcast, please. Please. We need some free fish for a year. You, free, you, you did that this week, yeah? For this centuries. Week. I did. I entered that this week. I, I tried to... and Well, I didn't win. No. Shame. But, hey, silver lining, guys. I had the opportunity to enter. <laughs> entered to win free seafood for a year. Which, from Rubio's, that's... Twice a week, I guess. Seaf- oh. Free seafood twice a week for a year. No McDonald's though. I went to McDonald's the other day this week. I placed an order for two fillet of fish, two McChicken. That's my go-to. Um, oh, well, I guess in this case only because the fillet of fish were two dollars each. Anyway, I place the order. I get to the window. Line is long. The people inside are probably flustered. The girl gives me the wrong meal. She gives me a a fillet of fish with a ten-piece chicken nugget, some fries, and a drink. And I was like, oh, this is wrong. Like, I needed two fillets and two McChickens. So then she gives me another McChicken Dang. and then a fillet of fish. And I'm like, oh, do you want me to trade the bag? And she goes, nah, you can keep it. And I was like, That's Dang. what's up. I've always had pretty good luck when it comes to fast food places like that. Man, lucky. Um, Jack in a Box is also a place that has my back. This Jack in a Box by my house. They forget my shit. Not them, but. Anytime they see my face, he goes, ah, uh-huh. what's up, man? Takes off like two dollars from my Damn, my see, six dollar munchie meal, so it's a love. four dollar munchie meal. Love, now. that's Dang. love. Four dollars for a burger, two tacos, some curly fries, and a drink for Damn. four bucks. And I don't know if it is me being lucky. I think I trained hard. I no luck is the culmination of hard work and opportunity. Opportunity. I've just gone to fast food so much through my life. I worked for this, and I've. Gone to it so much that I finally met the opportunity to get free, like, lower discount on Jax. <laughs> that's not luck, baby. That's, that's lifestyle. <laughs> I know this, this time, as far as going places over and over again, we've been doing things over and over again, like eating breakfast this week. It's been, how, it's been really nice. Learning how to cook some eggs myself. Mastered the art of the over-easy, my friend. Mm, I have mastered the art of the over-easy. Just imagining it now. And it's cool because... Yeah, it's been hard. There are things going on. But as far as the good, I there is learning how to structure my day out. I'm literally writing. And I watched this from a video, Jocko. If you haven't heard of Jocko Willink, he used to be a commanding officer in the military. Hmm. I'm not sure if he still is or retired or something like that. But he has a podcast. Uh, I think it's the Jocko Willink Show or something like that. Nice. Um, a couple books out. Dude, this guy is tough as nails. He had a video about writing down your day structuring it out activity by activity from waking up to brushing your teeth to going to the bathroom not you know to fucking making breakfast i literally have my book wake up gratitude make coffee wake up britney like everything i would do anyway i'm now writing it out and it's kind of powerful to do that the one day i didn't i felt really i felt bad dude wow Maybe if, if anybody needs something during these, and I've heard it from a couple people. I, I don't know what I'm doing with myself, man. I'm just trying to do something with this time that I have during this corona thing. Try taking control of the time you do have and writing it down. You're waking up. Make coffee. Backyard gratitude. I do this stuff every morning. Uh, shout out Ed Milet. I go out in the morning. I drink my greens, or in this case, my reds right now. It's fruits. And I'll stand in the backyard in the cold, and I'll just give gratitude i'll just be grateful for literally anything like dude this day is great thank you so much like doing this for one day of course you don't notice anything but having done this now for months and months 
there is a difference when you do things like that. Uh, but back to the structure, write nice. down every single thing. Go on walks, water. I've been adding that into drink more water. So if there's one thing you can take from this, structure your day. If you're going crazy, try it out. It's helped me stay sane and it's helped me check off lists and feel productive. At this time, take the time to better yourself. If you don't have a business to work on or anything like that, that will pay off once this thing flips and turns over, you know? I feel like that's an important skill for people to have, writing things down and following through with it that a lot of people don't do because they're too busy with other stuff. But now that you're quarantined, it's a great time to practice writing shit down. And testing yourself, Everyone yeah. says, successful people say, depending on what you think success is, that writing your stuff down is crucial. And I feel like this quarantine will make that a lot easier. Or it will encourage a lot more people to start doing that. Start instilling some good habits too. Like uh -huh. so how many how many people a day say, I don't have time for this because of work or I don't have the energy for my kids because I'm working all the time. No excuses. This is showing who you really are in a lot of cases, who you really are as a partner at, in the house, testing you, like testing your patience, testing, it's testing us as people. And uh, it's really, I think, showing us who we are to ourselves even. Yeah, it shows you how much time you actually do have. Mm. And how much... No more excuses there. Yeah, you got the time now, guys. Now what? You're still not doing anything? It's, wow. You can st <laughs> instill so many good habits in this time. It's been two weeks. Yeah. You've had two weeks already to instill good habits of waking up a little more early, drinking a little more water, stretching consciously every day. You've had these times. So let's, we, I'm, we hope, let's hope to God we only have not so much more time. According to the Trump, the Trumpo, Trumpsters. The Trump train. Trumpkins. March 30th, Trumple 31st. Trumple Stillskin. Give it here. March 31st is supposed to be the cutoff for the self-quarantine. People are up in arms about that because they think it's not enough time. And some people, especially like New York, are saying, whoa, whoa, <laughs> we need more time. I guess it's not going to be such strong on a national level, but states can still do their own thing, which I highly suggest New York knock it off. It's not their fault. It's not your fault. Shout out East Coast. It's not your fault. Yeah. I feel like New York will need more time, and I feel like they will also make more time for California can just we, because they're the most populated. Can we dig in to wrap, not wrap up the episode, but wrap up the week and see how many, not to be dark, but to be aware yeah. of how many corona cases in California, how many California, uh, excuse me, corona cases there are in the U.S. as well, currently to this day. And has the, the curve flattened? You know what I mean? Is there any progress? This is the COVID update 2020. With your host, Jason Pena. Pena. Pena, Pena. About 5,000 probably. If we're probably counting the untested people. Because right here it says 4,643 positive cases. According to the freaking California Department of Public Health. Nice. But um, there's probably a little more just from people who haven't been tested or found yet or because this was recorded a couple days ago. Yeah, and the most cases reside between 18 and 49. They socialize a lot. It looks like there's a lot there. Cases acquired through person-to-person -person transmission or travel. Repa repatriation. repatriation. So coming from one country to another. Back oh, home, basically. Or under investigation. Okay. To Just know from like, travel. Oh, so they know whether to ban travel or not. To really lock down on it or not. And apparently. But those are people coming back from the States, I think. That have got it outside of the States. 
I don't know. Out of the out of their respective countries. Uh huh. Sure. And then community acquired cases is just from mm-hmm. person within their own city and stuff, which is about half. No, significantly, a lot, significantly less. less. But a lot of it is from traveling, uh, and public meetups. So yeah, no more public meetups. Guys, stop it! I keep it's seeing tempting. these TikToks. I saw a TikTok the other day. Some dude said, "Finally met my Xbox Live friend after all these years." How do you know your Xbox Live friend doesn't have COVID? Stop. And like, it's him recording, walking into this restaurant in public, giving the guy a hug. Like, stop. What if you're unknowingly what? going to spread COVID now? You irresponsible. What? You know what? COVID collecting cuck. Can we can we say that? It's our show. We can say whatever we want. That's right. Hey-o. Just write explicit on the Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of time. A little more time than I'm proud to admit to play that little old school video game emulator thing. Love it has that like thing, seven different old school consoles, and the NES in itself has like 900 games on it. Anything, dude. Any from Sega, Super Nintendo, NES. How could I not have lost and spent time on that? Game Boy. I played the Chameleon Kid, old school Sega game. I used to play it when I was little. I cannot imagine beating some of these games without the ability to save. This oh, emulator man. lets me save the game wherever I want and load it whenever I want. I don't think retro games used to be beatable. A lot of them were not beatable. I don't know why that is. <laughs> they made them hard, man, for a reason, so I guess you wouldn't talk shit. Oh, that They would last that long. That's why. They would age with you. You wouldn't be able to do it when you're 8, but you might be able to beat it when you're 12. So you've been playing that game for four years. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was That's your favorite what it game. Took was difficulty. <laughs> it took years to beat a game. Now we have DLC, so we don't need to make it so hard. Man. Do you we think cheat updated. codes were the downfall of video games? No. Cheat codes, I love cheat codes. I they, like cheat codes. It just shows what you could possibly do with the coding. Grand Theft Auto the cheat codes? So Please. fun. Come on. You go on rampages with that. And the game did become more fun in certain cases where you couldn't beat certain parts. Yeah, the, game, the cheat codes came into play, man. Buy certain badass guns and stuff too. Specifically, you know, GTA. And you finally find out what the next level looks like that you can never beat because you used the cheat code to get through. I played last night. I played and beat uh, Mickey and Donald's World of Illusion. Love that game. <laughs> Shout out World of Illusion. That was a good one because it wasn't too hard. There's cheats for that. <laughs> really? Yeah, and the, you can flip the cards. Anyway, there's cheats for that. You should nice. check it out for sure. I'll check them out for sure. A hundred. Elon Musk, he's been repurposing his Tesla factories. He reopened his oh, that's nice. Tesla Gigafactory to make ventilators for hospitals. Very cool. Shout out Elon Musk. He's yeah, looking out for mankind. Big moves here from, from Muskie. Uh, I think that is his life goal, I feel, is to further mankind. Because he always talks about how the reason he wants us to get to Mars is because a future where mankind is restricted to Earth is no not a good future. And mankind has to be able to know how to use AI in order to not become AI. Like humanity, like we need humanity through things. He's into it, dude. He's tapped into something. For sure. It's something new. People haven't needed to care about humanity before. And he's like the first person coming out that is the type to really care about humanity. It's yeah, weird. Dude. <laughs> Not just efficiency of like business or growth, money. but humanity as a, as a species. He makes money for humanity. Mm. I don't think he makes money for himself. He seems very selfless. 
but he has to be around those types of people to make a difference because if you don't have the money yourself you need to use the resources of your team man yeah always use the resources and you have to build a team and that's he a knows good that it's a good pitch like bro you're helping humanity when you help me <laughs> yep it's a great pitch <laughs> why would you let can you help me dig tunnels under la says elon musk they're like oh, i don't know man it's like bro it's for humanity all right you know he's right he's true it's for the all better right. of mankind <laughs> you'll probably hear elon musk's name a lot in this podcast dude Elon Musk is a modern day uh, kind of a prophet, kind of like a Nostradamus guy. Like a, he sees things. He he has the ability to see around the corner, so to speak. Yeah, but we'll see. He's ahead of the game. He's the one. There's always one person who's ahead. Yesterday, last night, we heard what sounded like gunshots outside of our window. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't even sure what they were. I'm not used to that out here. here. Okay, pop. pop. I don't know what guns sound like. They could be fireworks, could be firecrackers. Yeah, they could have been kids having a great time. But the thing is, candles. we don't know what they were. Mm. But that, that made me start thinking, is there an app? There should be an app where if you hear something that sounds like gunshots, you, should, you can look it up and see if it was gunshots. If you should be tripping or not. Because that can help people in situations where it was gunshots. People lock their doors now because they looked up on the app that something's happening around there. Hmm. Or it can help people relax when there's nothing going on, you know? Right. I feel like it's an important, useful tool. It would help. It would help. Even not, even not, even just with gunshots, but with what's going on. Yeah. There was this guy walking. He, he was out of his, I was going to say cooker, but that's not, the, he's off out his of his rocker. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? This one was nuts. He's obviously on something or just had some kind of breakdown. I don't know. But this was yelling towards us, and I'm getting like, whoa, whoa shit, okay. no. But he's not, he, I don't even know if he really sees us, man. He's in his own zone, his own world. But I didn't, <laughs> call me a coward, but I didn't want to call the cops. You know, I didn't want to, uh, officer, yeah, and then I have to wait for the cops, explain everything, tell what's going on. Like, maybe I made it bigger in my head than it would have been. Maybe I should have. But he was on his way, and he just kept screaming down the road and, was off to bother some other people who I'm sure he's scared also. You right. know what I mean? I feel like it's less about being afraid and more like no one wants to deal with the cops. There you go. So this app could do it for you if you were wanted to report that man through the app or something. Yeah. It would at least bring it to the police's attention. Because the, if something is convenient, you're more likely to do it. So that's why they make businesses are really good at making buying shit really convenient because then you'll do it. If saving money is convenient or investing is convenient and easy, you'll do it. Yeah. If reporting bad shit is convenient and easy, you're more likely to do it than if you had to call, report. And it's really intimidating calling 911. Yeah. Do I call 911? I don't want to have to Google the address. Like, there's just too much involved. And I'm not going to, you know, but if there was an app that could just like report a guy, report-a.guy is the app, report a guy, uh, not out yet maybe just i saying. should yeah report a dude people can check that what's going on in my area uses your gps and it says oh there's nothing okay great i can send my kids out or hey watch out that's an angry dude screaming profanities police are on their way you can put a pin on the map and then anywhere in that location where stuff happens you'll get notifications like yeah something like that it's actually a safety it's a safety thing at this yeah. point it's a pretty good idea i like that me too we should create it Oh, man, so much goes into creating an app. 
You gotta find someone who knows programming. Seems pretty basic coding. GPS noting. It's just dropping a pin and leaving a note. Yeah. And then contacting Getting information from the station and stuff. Basically, yeah, you have to get cooperation from local police departments and tell them, hey, download this app. We'll report to you guys. All reports go to you. You have they have one officer going in that in the areas with reports. Okay, we have this many reports. Go check these areas today. That'd be dope. I mean, and if at the very least, even if the officer doesn't have time to check those areas, the very least people are aware in that neighborhood of what's going on. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. It seems pretty basic. You don't even have to have a crazy deluxe app. It's mm-hmm. just like Reddit, like a basic Reddit messenger. type or GPS. Yep. Hopefully that people wouldn't use it for bad and just trick people. Put fake shit and keep bugging the cops for fake stuff. Because it would be have cooperation with the police, I don't I feel like that would deter people from doing that. Oh I Because if people were to do that, then we would know who did it. And you have to put your name, address, information in there. I don't know if you should, because then right. people might not want to do it again. You're right. Anonymous tips. Anonymous, quote unquote. If you want to be, you can be. <laughs> yeah. If you want to give your info, you can. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Even if it's just warning your own community. You don't, maybe you don't even have to warn the cops. You just tell your community that someone's out. We don't need the cops to let us know when things are safe. We don't call the police. We don't call cops around here. <laughs> that was my shotgun loading. Oh, that sounded like a radio. Oh. Do you have any notes or anything you wanted to get off your mind about this week or anything that you've done this week? Mainly just trying to stay up and encourage you to think about ways to adapt and Uh. not be freaked out is for me. Um, Of course, the type of business I was serving events and things where social gatherings are our bread and butter and those are not allowed. I can't serve at social gatherings, but I'm trying to think of ways to possibly serve without having a social gathering. Hmm. I saw hot dog on a stick is serving out of a food truck and I thought, well, if they're doing it, why can't we? We're, why can't we tell people, hey, we're hitting San Bernardino area today, serving slush, hit us up. If you want a turp slurp, we'll stop by your area, stop by your house that'd or be, a local park, okay? Like, that'd be sweet. And then you stop by, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't attract more than 10 people at a time. Yeah. Not, you know. And if we did, cool, but just wait your turn or whatever. Yeah, everyone's But as long as everybody's six feet away from each other, we should be able to do that. And uh, just drive, okay, we're in San Bernardino, Fontana. DM us for the next two hours. We can slide by your spot. That'd be dope. You know, we're straight up delivering slush. SoCal tour. Yeah. Every day. (laughs) So something like that, I think we're going to try. We want to see if we can do it. That'd be awesome. Um, But try to adapt and, and don't think of it as being the end it's not the end this could be some of a beginning it's the beginning of just the next step chapters chapters i keep thinking it in my mind chapters yeah there's always a next thing that happens chapters something else is going to happen after this that's groundbreaking too but like it's really not groundbreaking things happen all the time yeah the ground you you step on now is a different ground than your grandfather because it has broken several times since wow okay so remember it's that the same shit. earth as before, guys. No. And it always has been and it always will be. You're part of something bigger than you, and that's what's hard to understand. It's cool, though, you know? But so far, this week has been a blessing. Uh, I know for not everybody, but keep your heads up. 
learning to take control of our time is uh, going to be a new skill a lot of people acquire. Going to the week, yeah, going to the week, taking control of your time. Structure that shit. It sounds silly. Write, wake up. Some people don't get out of bed. Write, wake up, and write, get out of bed. Some people will wake up and get be on their phone for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour after they wake up. They don't get out of bed. Dang. So write, get out of bed. That's true. That's real shit. Then you can write, cross it off the list and make a time for it, 7 to 7.15. So you give yourself some time uh, so you actually are holding yourself accountable, man. And it's not about being a control freak, but it, again, taking control of your time, taking back the power that you were giving away before to the system. So I think with that, we can wrap it up. I think Weekend so. I think update. we can melt this popsicle. Shout out my dad. Uh, he sent us a big email Joe Pena. full of just top quality popsicle stick jokes. We were having trouble finding new ones every week. Uh, no more. Let's Never see. again will we run into a terrible one. Well, I mean, they're all pretty terrible. That's what makes them popsicle stick jokes. But you get, you'll, you'll, you get it. What goes up and down, but never moves? Uh, my hopes and dreams. Stairs. A little less depressing than your hopes and dreams. <sighs> yeah, all right. I guess I'll take that. Well, join us next week on the podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button. We will have episode nine coming out. Be sure to follow us on twitch.tv forward slash neon underscore popsicle. Love the streams. They're really the fun. Streams. Really good time. Um, and the Instagram, neon underscore popsicle. Thanks, guys. Bye.